You're listening to Kiama Community Radio. This program is brought to you by Kiama Leagues Club, the modern, friendly heart of Kiama. Welcome to Around the Arena's Kiama Community Radio sports program, where you can regularly hear what's happening in sport across the region. This week, I decided to catch up with a young golfer who has tasted both highs and lows as he navigates life as a professional sports person. Darcy Boyd is a popular and valued member of the Kaima Golf Club professional team. As an amateur, Darcy won the prestigious National Amateur Championship. He then embarked on a professional career where in his first year of his traineeship, he was again top of the heap. Then a wrist injury, which needed surgery, interrupted his career. Darcy and I discussed his career thus far and his thoughts on his future plans. Here is our chat. So today I'm here at the Kaima Golf Club. I'm talking to Darcy Boyd. Uh, Darcy Boyd's a young trainee professional. He's just about finished his traineeship. I caught up with him well over 12 months ago now, and we'll just recap where he's been and what he's up to in the future. So firstly, welcome Darcy to Kaima Community Radio. Thanks, Glenn. Thanks for having me back on. So last time we spoke, you'd just won, or you, you had won, the Australian Amateur title. Fantastic. Tell us about that again. Yeah, so uh, I had <clears throat> won the Australian Amateur um, Stroke Play division, went on to the match play, got knocked out sort of midfield. But, yeah, it was definitely a highlight of my amateur career before I turned professional. I was, yeah, really kicking some goals and then started my professional career, was kicking some more goals and then COVID-19 and... An injury sort of set me back over the last 12 to 18 months. But. Okay, so let's talk firstly about you won, you won the amateur. Now, there's a couple of top fellas in that, uh, in that field. Minwoo Lee, for one, I believe. Yeah, so Minwoo Lee, he, uh, he played that event. He's obviously a fantastic player, top 100 player in the world at the moment and most likely going to secure his PGA Tour card this year, winner on the European Tour, so... To, to know that I've sort of matched it with those guys is definitely gives me a lot of confidence now that I'm back out there and I feel like I really can can start kicking some goals again now that I'm more healthy than what I was. And then the other guy who was in that event, I think I tied with in the stroke play was Connor McKinney and he won the Australian Amateur again last year and has gone on to, to win some more big events this year so I'm sure his career is extremely bright as well. So that's the level that you're at. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. So then COVID hit. Can't travel, can't go anywhere. But also at the time you had a niggling injury, I believe. So tell us, work us through that. What happened there? Yes, I was playing well in my first year of my traineeship. And then I, uh, in early 2021, suffered a wrist injury um, that put me on the sidelines for what we thought was going to be a few months. Um, kept working through some pretty strenuous physio and rehab and whatnot and unfortunately it just didn't heal like we thought it would so that sent me down the path of surgery and I was out for the best part of 15 months with that injury unfortunately. Obviously through COVID it was hard to travel anyway and play events but it was a little disappointing slash put a fire in my belly because during that time I would have been exempt into most of the fields for the PGA Tour of Australasia which would have certainly opened up some doors. Um, I don't think the Australian Open was on during that period, but events like the Australian PGA and whatnot, which Jed Morgan's gone on to win, 
now has a full European tour card, which has certainly opened some doors. Yeah, things like that. So you've had a bit of a mishap, mm. but you're back now, working hard. Yes. How do you see, let's say, the, the next six months? Where do you think you'll end up there? What, what are you planning towards in the next six months? Yeah, so the next six months I'm pretty much just trying to play as much as I can. Obviously the, the fields, or the events, sorry, are a little limited at the moment as the tour hasn't started up again, but there is some big pro-ams, a few trainee events. I just came off South Australian Associate Championships and as well as New South Wales. Had a couple of solid finishes without my best game there. So, yeah, I think for me it's just getting back into the rhythm of playing again and becoming comfortable with being in those situations before the big events at the end of the year. Okay, if we might just go back to your injury, that must have been, I guess, I I don't know what the terminology would be, but but, um, wearing on your your mind, I guess. You know, you're out injured, you can't practice. Where does your head go in that space? What, What do you do to keep yourself motivated, keep yourself on track? I want to get back into the into the, the top echelon of, of golf. Yeah, certainly. I think um, as a competitor, it's extremely hard to watch the guys that we spoke about previously kicking some goals when you're sort of bound to the sideline. I was fortunate enough to spend a lot of time coaching here at Kyama Golf Club. I, I threw myself into that quite, quite a lot, and I was doing a lot of lessons, which helped me get through it. I was also fortunate enough that my partner, my fiancée, Danielle, She's a really good player and she had some opportunities come her way so I caddied for her a fair bit through that, that time period and as a golf tragic I, I quite enjoyed that. It was really special to see her kick some goals. She played on the Ladies European Tour in one of their big events and had a good finish while I was caddying so that was that was pretty cool but yeah as I said it just made me more more fire in the belly to, to get back out there and, and win but yeah, certainly hard mentally like to, to see other people doing exactly what you want to be doing. And as I said, those doors were open for me to go and play, but unfortunately I just I just couldn't. So, so support people around you is very important, and uh, that's your fiancé? Yes. Who supported you through that time? Yeah, that's, that's, that's great. We all, need, we all need help from yeah, time to sure. time. Yeah, I mean, my boss, Al, and a few of my mates down here, Will, who they work in the pro shop... Um, Danielle was certainly a rock through that time, and my family as well. They were, yeah, they helped me a lot. Okay, so tell me about what would make up a typical week in your life. I mean, I guess there's, there's working, you got to practice, you got to often play tournaments. What what would a week look like if I was you? Yeah, at the moment it's it is quite busy. As I, as we said, I'm in my last year of my apprenticeship, so. Yeah, the academic workloads there, working a full week here at Kaima Gold Club. I was given a lot of lessons on top of that and then trying to put in tournaments and practice my own game. It uh, is certainly uh, draining, but at the moment I'm sort of leaning towards getting back into the playing side a lot more. So it'll be be just academics playing and and working with a little bit of coaching and then as we transition towards the end of the year and into early next year, it'll just be working and playing. So it's back into playing working here you finish your apprenticeship what's the next step yeah so um <clears throat> over the sort of next 12 to 18 months i'll just be trying to play the australasian tour off the back of the the category which you get as a graduate pga professional i'll probably go to tour school mid through midway through next year 
depending on how sort of the next six to nine months goes. I'll still be working here at Climber Golf Club during that period. And well, that's then, good news because we don't want to lose you. Yeah, and then uh, we'll see how we how we go. But yeah, my partner and I are building a house at the moment, so that's that's sort of at the forefront of our minds. Lots of excitement. Yeah, it's a lot happening. Busy times. Oh, it's a fantastic time of your life. Yeah, I wish you well with that. That's terrific. Yeah. Well, Darcy, thanks very much for talking to me today. I really wish you all the best. We don't want to lose you here at Climber, but we don't want to hold you back either. So we wish you well. I hope you. You get out there and, uh, and we can watch you on the, on the tour this year. It'll be great to see and best wishes. Thank you very much, Glenn. I'm, v- I'm very lucky to have the support of the members here at Kaima Golf Club, Kaima Golf Club management. They're, they definitely help me uh, facilitate what I want to do um, and all my sponsors and friends and family. So thanks for the chat. Thank you. All the best. Cheers. KCR, Kaima Community Radio.org. For the community, by the community. In Rugby League over the weekend, at Kevin Walsh Oval, Jamboree 48 defeated Berry 6 in first grade, while in Ladies League Tag 1, Jamboree 38 defeated Berry 14, and in League Tag 2, Jamboree 24 defeated Berry 6. At Ron Costello Oval, Shell Harbour 48 were too good for Kiama 28 in first grade, while in reserve grade, Shell Harbour 26 defeated Kiama 4. Whilst in the NRL men's competition, the top four teams in the competition this weekend, Penrith, Cronulla, Melbourne and North Queensland, put on 174 points combined against their opposition's 44. There appears to be so much difference between the top teams and the bottom teams that it's startling. And by the way, the fifth NRL side, East, put on 72 points against the Tigers. I had the opportunity to watch the St George Illawarra Dragons ladies take on the Gold Coast Titans at Wynn Stadium on Sunday. I'm pleased I was sitting in the grandstand. The defence was tough and the skill level excellent. No wonder women's rugby league is the fastest growing female sport. By the way, St George Illawarra easily accounted for the Titans. A sports lunch was held during the week, hosted by the Kaima Senior Knights at the Kaima Pavilion. The main attractions were Fletch and Hindy, comedian Darren Carr, and the day was emceed by Anthony Maroon. From all reports, it was a fantastic afternoon, and I am assured it'll be on again next year. And finally, this week is book week, so why not grab a book and have a read? The book I'm currently reading is about Matt Wright, the crocodile wrangler in the Northern Territory. It doesn't matter what you read, reading for pleasure is a good stress reliever. And if you hadn't heard, Kaima Community Radio is now streaming. All you need to do to listen is to go to your app store, download Kaima Community Radio and start listening. That's all I have time for this week. But if you'd like your sport to be part of the program, contact me at kcradiocontent at gmail.com. I'm Glenn Shepherd, and I hope to see you around one of our sporting arenas. This program is brought to you by Kiama Leagues Club, the modern, friendly heart of Kiama. You've been listening to Kiama Community Radio. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kiama Community Radio.